Hello and welcome to Unfiltered. So I'm in my car right now, just finished my workout at the gym. And since I have a little bit of time, I figured I would go ahead and do an episode from here as now it's hard for me to um, record in my apartment due to um, my new situation of having, um, you know, the kid and her sister. So uh, let me get into this episode, which is basically um, about the kid, aka Little Miss Sunshine. Yes, now she's going to be referred as the kid. So there's all of this tension um, going on between me and her. And I kind of sort of get where it's coming from. And that's because she's coming from a household and at the time a parent who basically controlled everything that she did. Um, um, it wasn't, there's a lot that wasn't good. There was a lot of bad. And so, um, being coming from that household where basically her day to day was getting up in the morning, going to school, coming home, you know, straight from school, taking care of her mom. And this repeated on a daily basis. Um, so she basically didn't have a childhood. She didn't have, um, you know, the start of those teenage years where teenagers hang out with friends. Uh, teenagers go to the movies. Um, they have people over to, you know, their homes. Um, you know, all that, all that teenage stuff. Uh, she did not have. Her sister didn't have it also. Um, so coming into my household, um, prior to her making her decision, you know, I stated to her, I'm like, look, um, you know, depending on wh- whatever, what, what decision she was going to make, I told her I wanted her to have the life that she didn't have. I wanted her to have the childhood she didn't have, meaning you can get to go to places, you can get to hang out with your friends um, within limits, within rules. Um, because there are rules that you have to abide by. You're still a minor. Um, so I need to know where you are at any given time. Um, hence me having, what is that, Life 360, where, you know, I can track her. But as I continuously keep telling her, I do not sit and watch Life 360 all day long. I work. I don't have time to be sitting and monitoring where you're at, what you're doing. In my mind, you sh- at, at 17 going on 18 come November, um, you should be in the mind frame of I'm a responsible, I'm a responsible teen. Soon I'll be a responsible young adult. Um, I know the things that I need to do, you know, the, the right way, not the wrong way. So there should be no reason for me to have to have my phone open on Life 360 to see where this child is. But she uses that um, at every turn when I have to have a conversation with her, finding out um, why did you not come straight home from school? 
where were you? I happened to look at 360 and you're over here. Who is that? Is that a friend? And or, you know, she'll tell me she's going one place and then she ends up at another. And her her excuse is always, well, you can see where I am. And my answer back to that is always, I'm not sitting up here looking at my phone 24 seven to find out where you are. Like if you have a plan A and plan A goes to pot and then there's this plan B, I need to know what plan B is. I need to know plan B, C, D, E, F, the whole motherfucking alphabet. If it decide, if it changes a hundred bazillion times within a course of a day. So let's, let's go back to this past uh, Saturday. Saturday, I had my shredding. I was taking my shredding. Um, the our, our county does shredding maybe twice a year. So I had I, I, I had that to do in the morning. And um, then I decided to bounce to the mall afterwards. Um, the kid was going to go back to the carnival. Now, I took her over Memorial Day weekend. She was going to go back on Saturday with her friends. Okay, fine. So I text her because I'm still out, was about to get food, but text her because I didn't know if she wanted to eat before she went to the carnival or if she was going to eat once she got there. She told me she was about to, she was getting ready to leave. And I was like, okay, you know, gave her the whole have fun, be safe and be, be responsible. That's what I said to her. And make sure you lock both of my locks on my door because they were used to only locking one lock. No, lock both of mine because ain't nobody in the apartment. She was like, okay, well, the kid didn't go to the carnival. When I checked um, to see if she was at the carnival, she was still in the area of where we live. I'm like, all right, maybe they're going later. So later on, I look to see if they're there and they're not. She's still at the same place she was at hours before when I looked. And I'm like, okay, what's the deal here? She said she was going to the carnival. Now she's not at the carnival. So let's speed that clock up. 11 p.m. rolls around, no kid. 12 a.m. rolls around, no kid. 1 a.m. rolls around, still no kid. And then I asked her sister, have you spoken to her? Have you texted her? Sister was like, she has me on D&D. I call, same thing. We can't get through. Texts aren't going through. 360 is on, on, on pause, on hold, whatever the fuck it was doing. So I had no idea where this child was. I'm like livid at this point. Because I'm like, are you freaking serious? Your freaking minor is one o'clock in the morning and you're not home. I was like, okay, fine. Close out my apartment, shut off lights, locked all of the locks on my door, went to bed. But going to bed mean I wasn't going to go to sleep because I had no idea where this child was. Four o'clock in the morning, I'm still awake, but I'm in bed. I hear keys turning the locks. I get out of my bed. Her sister gets out of the bed, you know, because they're sleeping in my living room on the sofa bed. We both go to the door. Mind you, I had all of my locks locked. And that's 
three locks, one of them being a deadbolt and the other being a chain. So once she unlocks the other two, door is not going to open because the deadbolt is on. Now, I could have not have put the deadbolt on and just put the chain and then the door would have opened once she took those two locks off. But I was like, nope, I'm locking every last single one of them motherfuckers. So I opened the door and then I looked down and I see two plates of food wrapped up and a drink. I don't see the kid. Like, where the fuck did she go? Look around the little bin where the stairs are. She's sitting on the stairs. I say to her, excuse me, are you going to sit there? She gets up all nonchalant, comes in the apartment and acts like everything was cool with her walking in the apartment at four o'clock in the morning. I asked her, where were you? And her response was, oh, I was at a barbecue. Um, I said at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, we started off, we started late and, and we had to cook the food. I looked at her and right there and then I shut down. All I said to her was, we'll talk about it in the morning. And I left, went back in my bed, pissed. Her and her sister was having a conversation. I couldn't make out what, what that conversation was about. And um, when I woke up that morning, I decided... I'm not saying shit to her. I'm not saying hi. I'm not saying what the fuck. I'm not saying boo-boo kitty. I'm not saying nothing. I got up. I got dressed. I went to the gym. I went to the supermarket. I went and got me something to eat. I came back to my apartment went in my room, cut on my TV, and that's where I stayed. When I tell you I said nothing to her during that of the course of Sunday, I said nothing. I didn't blink her way, nothing. Monday, when she got up to get ready for school, in my mind, I just knew she was just going to leave and not say anything because we had a whole conversation of you need to acknowledge when you're leaving my apartment. My son does it every morning when he leaves to go off to work. I do it anytime. We always acknowledge when we're leaving the apartment. We don't just leave, you know. So I wasn't expecting for her to say anything to me. But she did. Said she was leaving. I just said, OK, that was it. She came home from school on Monday. She didn't come straight home. She went, I don't know, I think to the, I don't even know if it was that same place that she was at, you know, the night before. Um, she came in. I said nothing because I'm working. She was on the sofa behind me on her phone. And then she fell asleep and she was asleep all the while I was working. Still, I'm not having a conversation with her. When I tell you I finally had to have a conversation with her yesterday, and that was only because the principal called me. Now, I'm looking at my phone because the principal hasn't called me in like forever. And I'm looking at my phone like, why is he calling me? What the fuck did this child do? I answer the phone. He tells me, 
I just want to let you know she left school. Excuse me? She did what? He said, yeah, she left school. And then I guess the security guard must have came by and he asked him exactly what time she left. Security guy told him, he tells me, and then in turn tells me she now has a three-day suspension. He also tells me a friend of hers did the same thing the day before and that when he saw the kid, he said to her, he was, he was, he was impressed that she didn't follow suit. But then here we go. She does it the next day, which was yesterday. So yesterday's conversation with her was twofold because then this was my opportunity to kind of sort of touch base on the whole 4 a.m. thing. Now, when I tell you this child still does not get it, she just does not get it. And basically, she's blocking her blessing. She's blocking her blessing and she's messing with the wrong motherfucking person. Now, mind you, I've had her back since I've known her. I was her cheerleader when it came to her mom yelling at her, when it came to her mom, you know, always saying, I that child is a liar. She lies, she lies, she lies. I'm always telling her, give her the benefit of the doubt every freaking single time. I always said that. I was always this girl's cheerleader. I was always the one coming to the school, you know, talking to teachers. I was always the one wanting to get her in the straight and narrow. But she's treating me like I am the devil. She's treating me like, you know what? I'm going to do what I want to do because you know what? My mom is not here no more. She's dead. So yeah, I'm up at your apartment, but I'm going to run the streets. When I tell you we had a whole her running the street conversation and she tells me that you don't have to worry. No, she actually told me I worry too much. And I'm looking at her like, what? She was like, yeah, you worry too much. She was like, when I'm out here, you know, walking around the streets, I'm safe. I'm like, no, you're not. She's like, yeah, I am. I'm like, how do you know that? She was like, because I know I'm safe. I'm like, oh, I said, there go that young kid mentality that you folks, you children have out here running the streets with that, that you're invincible. I said, so if somebody's out here shooting at somebody, do you think that bullet is going to stop? And it's going to say, I'm not going to hit you. I'm just going to divert and I'm going to get that other person next to you. I'm going to bypass you because you're safe. You got this bulletproof shield guarding you. So I'm not going to bother you. I said, what if some car went out of control? That car is all of a sudden going to look and see you and just be like, nope, not going to hit her. I'm going to go and take out everybody else. I said, girl, are you serious? I said, so you think you're safe out here walking the streets everywhere? You, you, you're, you're okay. She's like, yeah. Oh, all right. Okay. All right. Go ahead and keep thinking that. I'm not about to get into a back and forth with a child. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing that. Um, I text the caseworker to find out if she closed the case yet. 
because she was about to close the case. She hadn't closed the case. I told her she may have to do a pop-up. She's willing to do that. But I need to have a full conversation with her to tell her about the whole 4 a.m. thing, the whole, you know, catching a suspension at school thing, and her just thinking, you know, she's safe out here in the streets and she can do what she want to do. Now, in my mind, I'm like, you know what? If that's what you want to do, you know, go for it. You know, and I'm wrong saying it because she is a minor. But... I'm not going to be on the struggle bus of trying to make this child realize that number one, you're blocking your blessing. Number two, I'm not the motherfucking devil. Number three, I'm nothing like your mother. And number four, you can't even, you don't even realize when somebody literally, literally cares about you. You chalk that up to, I'm a worrier. Not that I'm a concerned, you know, kind of sort of semi-parent. I told her, I said, you being up in my apartment, I said, you're not a roommate and I'm not your friend. I'm none of those. And I also said to her, you know, do you even want to be here? I'm like, because you did have another option. So let me just get that out to you guys. She had another option. And I stressed to her to make whatever choice she wanted to make that she was not obligated to me. I would have been sad if she would have picked, if she would have picked, you know, one of those other people. But you know what? If that was a choice she was going to make and if she felt that she was going to be okay, then guess what? I told her I would be all right with that. So she was not obligated to choose me. She chose me. I did not make her choose me. She chose me. And now with that, I got all of this distress that I think I'm just going to, at this point, I can't, I can't do it. I can't hold on to the stress. I don't want to. Um, it's already affecting my job. Um, uh, and... I can't let that happen, um, but, and I think I'm going to seek some therapy. You know, we have it on our job, and I think I am going to seek some therapy because I need somebody else to talk to. I need a professional to talk to, and um, and yeah, I think I'm going to partake in that. I don't know what they're going to say, and I don't know how much stuff I'm going to share or whatever, because I know you're supposed to share, but I think I'm going to try it out. And see where that leads. Because I'm not going to hold on to, to, to all of the stress from this kid. Like literally. One day she's going to get it and it's going to be too motherfucking late. Now when I tell you her sister, the 20 year old, is like a whole totally different person. Like literally we had the best conversation yesterday. Now we've had conversations before, you know, since all of this stuff kicked off. But yesterday, we we literally had a really good conversation, you know, because she too sees that her sister is blocking her blessing. She too feels her sister needs to be humbled. That, and she too sees that I didn't have to take them in. 
I could have been like, no, I can't do this. I don't have enough space in my apartment. You know, at this stage of my life, I can't take this on. I could have said all of those things, but I didn't. And a 20-year-old gets it. The 17-year-old doesn't. I don't know when she is, but again, it may come to a point where it's going to be too motherfucking late. Now, I'm not going to kick her to the curb. I'm not going to go to the courts and tell them to revoke my my custody. I'm not going to do any of that. Whatever happens, this child is going to do it to herself. It's not going to come from me. But that's what's going on right now. I'm about to head home because I got to clock in at 12 o'clock and right now it's 1139. So I guess this was kind of sort of, you know, the gym is my therapy. This is my second therapy. Um, so yeah, it was good getting that part out to you guys. Um, so, so yeah. What's today? What is today? Wednesday? Yeah. I don't know. What the hell is today? I'm losing track of time. I think today is Wednesday. I I don't know. What is it? Oh, yeah, it is Wednesday. So, you know, happy hump day. Um, It is is smoky as all fuck here in New Jersey because we got those wildfires coming from Quebec. And when I tell you, you would have thought I live near a freaking forest. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it is. I'm about to go home. Probably got to close my windows again. I needed some air, but I don't need to be smelling that shit because it is strong. It is thick. It is cray cray. Um, But in any case, y'all know the drill. I'll catch you when I catch you. And be safe out there. Okay, bye.